0: Radio. Our message has been straightforward and simple, and it's true. The border is closed. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security.
1: We have... A secure border. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border.
0: I want to repeat my assurance to uh, our audience this morning that the border is, in fact, secure. You
2: know,
1: is it still the position of the administration that the border is secure?
0: Our position is that we
3: need to do more at the border. The way I figure, we're on pace to hit 12 million. Migrants coming in the country in the Biden administration. Twelve million—that's that's equivalent to the entire population of our state. You got
4: a, a, about 1.9 million, something like that, in known and unknown Godaways.
0: Yeah, I went border patrol. And you don't know. You don't know. To go after terrorists. You don't know how many how many have come. If we in. let people come into this country. I, legally, answer the question, Mr. Buyer. I, I am answering the. No, you're not. It, it, if people this, came into this Aubrey country. Legal, the time, we look, would have a much Mr. Better, Beyer, more secure. Border. Mr.
5: Buyer, you don't know. You don't know so
2: i really not smart enough to know who I am, but soon you're going to know who I am. News in CNN, out of the Supreme Court, this is a, a major battle between the Biden administration and Texas. By a five to four vote
1: along largely ideological lines, the Supreme Court has allowed the Biden administration to continue having access to the border and to take down that razor wire.
4: Everybody keeps putting faith in the Supreme Court to do the right thing. But today they said Texas, even on Texas land, can't put up barbed wire, can't have state police, can't have Texas Guard try to stop the invasion happening that Mayorkas and Biden created. They told the illegals. When Biden was running for office, when I win, surge the border.
2: I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border.
4: They've set up U.N. camps all over Central and South America to bring them into the country. The same invasion strategy that was used on Europe in the last 15 years. The billionaire George Soros
2: says he's investing $500 million to startups founded by refugees. George Soros has funded an app to help illegal immigrants avoid... Federal immigration authorities what's happening as a result is there somebody being prosecuted it's also a crime 8 usc section 1327 which is aiding and abetting the unlawful entry of persons into the united states this app is pretty outrageous not only does it allow the unlawful uh, illegal alien uh, to have all the magic language they need to plead their case but it provides notice to their friends and family it alerts their attorney so in a consortium of the US government
4: And communist China and the UN, they built these giant refugee centers and fly people and pay them to come and then stage and invade the United States. Because if they built a UN camp in northern Mexico, it'd be too obvious, so they do it in Panama and other areas. And yes, the feds under the constitution are in control of the border. Texas has emergency powers. In the federalist system, the feds aren't in charge. Federalist system means it's a separation of powers and a division of powers 50-50 between the states and the feds. The feds are captured. So this is a constitutional crisis. We can't be naive and think the Supreme Court is going to save us. We have to wake up the public. We have to elect local officials. We have to remove the Soros prosecutors' local elections. We have to mobilize to stop this. So this is a military operation run by the UN, funded by our own government, and until Congress, here's the key, talks about the fact that the State Department's funding the majority of this, we have no prayer. But if we simply wake up to the fact that it's an organized criminal action, it's over. So call Congress, call Talk Radio, make this video go mega viral, that this is run by our own government against us. So, you know, we do have a, a, a very affluent community, a lot of big homes, and um,
0: what I'd like to do is direct staff to create a sign-up sheet. So, you know, for individuals that would be willing to, to
4: house migrant families. But they are on the wrong side of history. Please understand that this is replacement migration. Now this is the globalist end game and this is the new
2: world order. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Your class has an incredible window of opportunity to lead in shaping a new world order. All has changed.
0: It's Wednesday, January 24th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning,
3: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host Harrison Smith, coming to you live from the InfoWars headquarters here in Austin, Texas. We have a lot to talk about today. A lot of videos to get to as well. Taking your phone calls, of course, and simulcasting on spaces. We'll do all of that up ahead. A lot. Of, there's a lot of big stories, but there's a lot of a lot of here we go again. A lot of same old, same old. Now, it's not that we're covering the same stories over and over. It's that these are trends. These are. This is evidence of the civilizational rot that we're experiencing. Leftist organizations collapsing, media outlets firing everybody that works there. Again, this time, planes with wheels falling off. We've had doors falling off. We've had engines exploding. Now we've got wheels falling off. So, you know, these things are, we have to talk about them, even though they seem practically routine at this point. You can't let yourself... Get used to this. I can see it now. I mean, I know they're writing right now as we speak, the article saying. Planes have always fallen apart in the air. This isn't weird. This isn't wrong. This isn't a symptom of some societal sickness that we're all suffering from. This is normal. And you're crazy if you think things are different now than they were before. Planes have always fallen off. Uh, You know, planes sometimes just come apart in midair. That's Everybody knows that, and it's always happened. Just like high school kids always collapse with heart attacks in the middle of sports practice. That's just something that we've always dealt with, and you're just noticing it now because you're a conspiracy theorist, paranoid freak. So stop asking questions. But while these new horrors are becoming everyday stories, it's all very normal and fine and good, okay? It's a small price to pay for having minorities in your cockpit. So yeah, it's a lot of the same, but different. A lot of the same stuff happening over and over because the thing that's causing this stuff to happen is not being rolled back, is not being confronted, is not even being spoken about on most outlets. We also have a video, by the way, if you haven't heard this, Holy goodness, it's just bombshell audio, Carrie Lake being pressured and bribed to drop out of politics for two years. And it's something else, folks. We're gonna, it's a five-minute video. We're going to have to go through it piece by piece. I mean, I want to study this thing. like Like we've just received enemy dispatches. We've just received, we just have decoded the enemy's battle plans and can systematically parse it out and determine what methods they use and how to counteract them. It is just incredible. Uh, We're going to get to that first, I think. But before we do that, let's do what we do every day, our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 24th of January, 2024. Mass layoffs rock LA times. Over 100 staff cut, affecting a quarter of the News Guild due to heavy losses. Los Angeles Times announced on Tuesday a significant reduction in its workforce, workforce, laying off at least 115 employees, which constitutes over 20% of its newsroom. The decision marks one of the largest workplace reductions in the 142-year history of the newspaper, the company announced. The decision comes in the wake of consecutive years of considerable financial losses for the LA Times. Dr. Patrick Soon-Shiong, the owner of the Los Angeles Times, explained that the cuts were essential. The paper, he said, could no longer afford to lose Thirty million to forty million annually without making. Str- oh my god! How do you lose thirty million dollars annually, year over year? <laughs> oh god! Uh, what are they spending money on? What you're a newspaper? Okay, all right. Moving on. Today's decision is painful for all, but mostly the people I'm firing. And uh, we'll get into the the secret behind this. Yes. Los Angeles times was purchased by a Chinese billionaire who instantly gave it over to his leftist daughter who then gutted and destroyed it. And that's what happens in the modern world. That's what happens in the West. These days, you have some institution built up from the ground by hardworking, moral, objective people who sacrifice their blood, sweat and their tears to create something new and wonderful. And then once it achieves greatness, Someone with someone else's money comes in, buys it, guts it and wears its skin like a mask until it goes away. And that just happens over and over. So I guess you can we can hurl the corpse of the L.A. Times onto the pile, along with Sports Illustrated and Jezebel and Vice and Vox and uh, National Geographic. By the way, remember how they fired all of their journalists from National Geographic. Wasn't that a smart decision? Just these institutions, these cultural defining powerhouses of literature and information. Being taken over by maggots who feast on the corpse until it's gone and then blame you for not buying their product. Moving on, Trump has won the New Hampshire primary, as Yahoo News reports it. Trump holds off Haley to win New Hampshire primary. Donald Trump defeated Nikki Haley on Tuesday in the New Hampshire primary, his second consecutive victory in the bid to secure the 2024 presidential nomination. With 17% of the votes counted, the Associated Press called the race for Trump ahead of the primary. The former president led Haley in most polls by a substantial margin. We have some interesting data points to investigate on this as well. Reports saying that exit polls show that 70% of Haley voters were not registered Republicans. And again, we'll get into some of the exit polling data showing that Trump dominated in every sector, in every demographic, except for Democrats who preferred Nikki Haley by a very wide margin. I wonder why. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it's very funny to see how people are covering this. Like Haley's momentum rocked by loss in New Hampshire. What momentum? What is this narrative you're trying to push? Nobody likes her. Nobody ever liked her. She was never even close to winning, but she's going to persist. She persisted after all. And you actually have newspapers insinuating, hinting at the fact that they want Haley to stick in the race because something might happen on the campaign trail that would take Trump out of contention. So yeah, basically they're like, you hang on, we'll assassinate the guy and then you can pick up where he left off. Okay. All right. You keep running, keep failing, keep embarrassing yourself and... We'll kill your opponent. It's called cheating. Meanwhile, Alaska Airlines CEO says company found loose bolts on many Boeing Max 9s. Ben Minucci, the president and chief executive of Alaska Airlines, spoke to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce's Global Aerospace Summit in Washington, D.C. on Thursday. He revealed that the carrier found some loose bolts on many Boeing 737 MAX 9s in an interview with uh, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt yesterday. It was the CEO's first interview since a door plug on one of the MAX 9 airplanes shot out from the side of the fuselage only a few minutes into a flight from Portland, Oregon, to Toronto, Cal- uh, Ontario, California, forcing the pilot to make an emergency landing. We'll get into this as well. It's just, you know, we know, we know what the we know what's really behind this. They expect their workers to adhere to some ridiculous standard of white supremacy that says bolts should be tightened all the way and that aircraft should be engineered to the highest exacting standard. Okay, so they're Nazis, all right? Boeing is Nazis. Alaska Alaska Airlines, bunch of brown shirt wearing fascists. And uh, they expect people to bolt things tightly. On an airplane, it's my break, okay? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Again, we predicted this. We talked about this. We've talked about this for the last year. For the last year, we've been tracking near misses that don't get reported on national news, but you have to go to the local news and discover that 400 people were within half a second of their lives being obliterated in a fiery crash until a pilot with last last second lightning reflexes avoided a catastrophe do not even get mentioned in the national news. So we've been covering this for a year, showing the slow but now ever-increasing rate of airplane disasters to where at this point, in the last two weeks, there has been literally a plane from Alaska with the doors blowing off in the middle of a flight, the flight out of Miami, where you can just see it crossing above, blazing on fire as the engine exploded minutes after takeoff. And yesterday... An airplane's wheel fell off while it was taxing down the runway. So, this is what we call a uh, delayed reaction from the institution of DEI policies. See, when you institute DEI policies, not everything's going to collapse the next day. It's sort of a compounding interest type of situation where it starts with DEI, and then the DEI people hire more people that aren't qualified. So you've got people who aren't qualified to hire people, hiring people who aren't qualified for the jobs that they're doing, being overseen by people that aren't qualified to oversee anything, all dedicated and obsessed with the racial and gender composition of the aircraft That's falling out of the sky. So it's a delayed reaction. It's a slow but inevitable consequence of these types of policies. You don't institute DEI and have a plane explode the next day. You have things start to fall apart and then they start to get worse. And then people speak out about it and say, maybe it's because you're not hiring people for their qualities or their merits, but rather for their uncontrolled physical attributes. And Obviously, in reaction to that, you're going to have people pushing DEI even more saying that to oppose this is proof of racism or sexism or some other ism which will adorn the gravestone of our nation. Moving on, Mexico demands investigation into U.S. military-grade weapons used by cartels. Mexico wants an urgent investigation into how U.S. military-grade weapons are increasingly being found in the hands of Mexican drug cartels. Mexico's top diplomat said Monday, Mexico's army is finding belt-fed machine guns, rocket launchers, and grenades that are not sold for civilian use in the United States, saying the Mexican Defense Department has warned the United States about weapons entering Mexico that are exclusive On the first five minutes of this episode. The border is the purview of the federal government. They do legally, and according to the Supreme Court, have the right to dictate what operations are carried out there. But it's being ordered to break the law, and Joe Biden and his administration has essentially abdicated their right to have authority at the border by systematically committing treason against us. So that's the real issue. It's not a question of states' rights versus federal rights. It's the fact that the Biden administration and Alejandro Mayorkas are committing treason on a grand scale in front of everybody. And that's what needs to be confronted, not the methods by which this is being carried out. And we have a lot more to to say about that a little bit later on. But that's it for your Daily Dispatch. Today's Daily Dispatch brought to you by... Infowarsstore.com. Go now to Infowarsstore.com. Keep us on the air. Keep us in the fight. Remember, Infowars puts out 10 hours of live original content every single day, not even including the incredible reports by the likes of John Bowne and Greg Reese and Brian Wilson and so many others at Band.video, on top of the incredible news aggregation site Infowars.com. And guess what? The best part, all of it totally 100% free to the audience. We don't even ask for donations. All that we ask is that you go to InfoWars store and buy an amazing product that you should probably be buying anyway. Just shop with the good guys this time. I just took my delicious dropper full of Winter Sun Plus, the vitamin D3 supplement, jam-packed with all-natural vitamin D that actually absorbs and uh, gets into your system. And, of course, you know that uh, – or vitamin D, yeah, vitamin D3. That's right. I always get confused between D and D3. But yes, uh, this winter sun plus has 500% your daily value in vitamin D. And it's on sale right now at 40% off. Which you may be able to hear a little bit under the weather, a little bit, uh, a bit of a cold, but I imagine it'll clear up pretty quick with the help of InfoWars supplements. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us not just in the air, you know, on the air and, and in the fight, but completely free as well as we have taken advantage of the remaining, the remnants of capitalism still at work in this country to circumvent their censorship and shut down attempts against us. So I think we got to, well, yeah, we got to start with this video and we're going to have to carry this into the next segment as well through the commercial break because I'm going to have to pause this because we're going to study this tape. We're going to study this tape like we're a football team after... You know, just losing a game. We're going to have to go through piece by piece, play by play, and determine what exactly is going on here. Like I said before, this is like receiving the enemy dispatches or breaking the enemy's code and having the battle plan of corruption laid out before us. It's undercover audio recorded by Carrie Lake of an attempt to bribe her into sitting out the next two years of politics, which I'm glad. I mean, you, you, see Carrie, you can hear Carrie Lake in this video. You can hear how much she is the real deal. And, I, and I'm sure she does, and I hope she does, wear this as a badge of honor, that they would be so scared of her political activism that they would be willing to offer anything to her just to get her to sit out for a little while. And you'll hear the offers here. So the audio, the video, the article can be found at InfoWars.com. Bombshell audio reveals top Republican official attempts to bribe at Kerry Lake. Let's go now to this video, clip number 15. And again, we'll, we'll pause and sort of dissect this as we go. But here's the audio.
1: So what's going on? What is, uh, I'm assuming this is our friend.
5: Oh, this is, this is, this is back east. They, there are very powerful people that want to keep you out.
1: The I know they do,
5: but they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened.
1: Th- this is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great
5: candidate.
1: People love me. These people are corrupt.
3: Well,
5: maybe you're right.
1: They are right. They are corrupt.
5: Maybe right. this never and- happened. Don't, don't go you it though? I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you, if you if you say no, which is fine, it's your choice. Don't
1: tell people. They're gonna have try to have me murdered.
5: Thanks, World man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff. I mean they said the cartel's operating in 50 states
3: right now. Like
1: all 50. So So what what what's going on? Who is hold
3: on? Wait that that part was strange. That part was very strange. Let's pause it. I have to rewind it a little bit, so just again off the bat, I mean this is almost cartoonish. I mean this is like sounds like a, a bad Hollywood movie where they're using these sort of vague terms, almost like a, a mafia member who thinks he might be recorded because he doesn't say, uh, "My friend uh, Jeff from Washington D.C." He says very powerful people back east. This comes from back east. That's Washington D.C. or New York City, right? powerful people want to keep you out and they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. Okay, so that's a threat, right? That's a threat against Kerry Lake. It's also an offer of a bribe. So that's one of the ways they do this. They go, not only, you know, if you resist us, not only will it be very bad for you, you might get hurt if you resist us, but if you go with us, you'll actually be rewarded. It's almost the classic, you know, 300 Spartan bribe, right? Where it's like, look, if you resist us, we're going to crush you. We're going to go to war with you. We're going to enslave your sons and rape your wives. And we're going to win anyway. Or you can go along with us. You can surrender to us outright. Then you'll be rewarded. You'll be made a king amongst even more people. You personally will be powerful and important and respected. So it's not enough to have the carrot you have to have the stick as well, or vice versa. It, again, this is just the, the method by which this is carried out. But th- that was a very interesting exchange to me. She says, they're going to have to kill me, or they're going to want to kill me, or something like that. And his response to that is, well, you know the cartel is operating in all 50 states. Is that a threat? Like, is that a death threat? Is that a showing of the hand? Is that a little, well, if they wanted to kill you, guess what? There's foreign operatives, gang members, and assassins in all 50 states. They can get you anywhere. Was that a threat? I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I haven't seen any other articles point this out. She says they're going to try to kill me, and his response is, well, you know, there's cartel members in all 50 states. Am I reading too much into that? You tell me. Let's uh, take it back about 10 seconds and roll that again. If you, if you say no, which is fine, it's your choice. If you say no, it's fine, it's
1: fine. Don't it's tell me. your choice. Me. They're going to try to have me murdered.
3: <laughs> not, not either.
5: Today's world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I man. I hear the, car, they say the cartels operating in 50 states right now, like all 50, you know? Mm-hmm. So,
1: so what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What?
3: Yeah, that it was is. very weird. All right. Let me just tell you the what. I haven't seen any articles point that part out. Because that exchange doesn't make any sense. She says, they're going to try to kill me. And he says, yeah, well, you know, if that stuff's right about the cartel being in all 50 states. That's insane. And of course, we we just covered the story from AP, Mexico Demands Investigation into U.S. Military-Grade Weapons Used by the Cartels. So we know our government... East State is in bed with the cartels in a very real way and here you've got somebody from back east threatening
4: 29 years on air all i've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist and i've done the best job i can to tell the truth and been accurate and we are on record as the most accurate there are and i've tried to sell products to fund ourselves unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people we don't do that today
0: you're watching the american journal with your host harrison smith watch live right now at band.video
3: with a lot of stories i, I often make the comment you know, we could spend the whole show on this story we might spend the whole show on this five minute tape that Kerry Lake presented not only is it a inside view into how corruption actually works, but then you can put it in context of how it's being covered, who's covering it, who's talking about it, what the sides are in this conflict, who are the people back east that are attempting to stymie and stifle a populist Republican uprising because they're not Democrats. They're Republicans. So let's let's lay the groundwork here. The stories at InfoWars.com. Carrie Lake demands resignation of corrupt GOP chair caught trying to bribe her. So this is Arizona Senate candidate Carrie Lake. And the person she's talking to is the state's GOP chair, Jeff DeWitt. So this isn't a Democrat trying to do this. This is a Republican speaking on behalf of powerful Republicans from the East Coast. There's a recording that emerged of him trying to bribe Lake to stay out of politics for two years. Obviously, InfoWars is covering this. Obviously, Gateway Pundit. All of the right-wing stalwarts are covering this in a very appropriate way. Although, I think I'm... I haven't seen any articles that point out that Jeff DeWitt, I'm pretty sure, just threatened to use the cartel to assassinate Kerry Lake. I'm pretty sure that's what I just heard. Now, the beautiful thing about... Waging an information war is that they can't do that anymore. If it, it doesn't even matter. If Carrie Lake is killed and they try to spin the story as, well, Carrie Lake was standing up against the cartels, so they had her. Eh, no one's going to buy it anymore. We just heard the recording of the GOP Democrat or the DOP Republican chair, committee chair, chair of the state of Arizona, obliquely threaten Carrie Lake with. The cartel. So now that that's out, now that that audio is spread and on a million different computers at this moment and will never go away, well, that option's off the table. Back east, where they're game planning how to stifle and destroy the American MAGA movement, they've had to remove that card from the board. They've had to remove that option from the table. So in a way, by talking about this, by Carrie Lake recording and publicizing this conversation, she has at least protected herself and precluded her enemies from using that particular weapon against her. Because we all know now if something happens in the cartel K takes out Carrie Lake, we know who was really behind it. So by waging this information war, she has in fact provided a very powerful defense against actual violence against her. But that's just my reading. And again, I haven't seen anybody else report that, but I can't figure out why else he brought up the cartel As a response to her saying they might kill me. Okay. That's one thing. The other thing is if you search this on Google, I just searched Jeff DeWitt. It's the guy's name on Google. Went to the news tab. You see Daily Mail reporting this. Daily Mail does seem to be probably the only media outlet in the world that is just like actually unbiased. Like they report everything from everybody. Like they'll, they'll report socialist stuff. They'll report conservative stuff they just report stuff i mean daily mail is like gotta be for that reason alone one of the most trustworthy outlets available but daily mail reports it audio recording reveals the moment that senior republican figure tried to bribe Kerry lake not to run for senate just straight up here's what happened the hill reports on this right it's the again somewhat moderate they do carry stories from both sides but they always focus on politics and it's not a widely read publication by the mainstream public Kerry lake calls on arizona gop chair to resign after reports of leaked audio so a less honest portrayal of the situation from the hill daily mail says it correctly audio recording reveals the moment gop chair tried to bribe Kerry lake like that's what actually happened the way the hill reports it is there are reports of a leaked audio well no there's leaked audio you can listen to it they don't say that they say after reports of a leaked audio Kerry lake calls on arizona gop Figure two resign. So they're putting the impetus on her and making it about, sorry about her calling on the chair to resign as if she's some disruptive force. The story is that they tried to bribe and threaten her. Okay. And we're going to go back to this recording. Don't worry. But what I'm illustrating here is I don't see CNN. I don't see Washington post. I don't see New York times. I don't see any other leftist outlet discussing this. Washington examiner is a right wing outlet and it covers it accurately Uh, Daily Mail again. Uh, You've got local papers like the AZ uh, Arizona Central, but still they are dishonest about it. An hour ago, Carrie Lake stands up to the deep state? No, just GOP chair Jeff DeWitt. Oh, as if the head of the GOP can't be a part of the deep state. So they don't even discuss it honestly. But you've got local news. You've got international news like the Daily Mail. You've got right-wing pundits like uh, the Washington Examiner. But no national leftist, uh, left-wing publications. In fact, at the bottom of this page, before CNN, before anybody else, Newsweek, New York Post, New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, none of them have touched this. Before that, you get a SportsKedia, whatever that is. So they're higher up on the response list because they're actually covering it when nobody else is. Why is that important to point out? Because it shatters the illusionary paradigm of left versus right, Republican versus Democrat. If this was – if that was a real divide, if the people at the top running the leftist newspapers were actually doing everything they could to undercut, undermine, and combat the Republican Party in the country, they would be jumping on this story, jumping on it. They would be using this to illustrate the fractiousness of the Republicans. Republicans can't be trusted. They're but. a but they don't touch it because they understand what's happening here. Because they actually are on the side of not Kerry Lake, but of the GOP big money bosses from the east, from back east. So, again, lack of evidence in this case is evidence, right? Because they're not talking about this bombshell story with the recorded audio proof. I think it tells you. What the real divide is. It's not left versus right. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It's the people that run the media and the corporations and the national political parties and everybody else, all the regular people and the representatives who actually try to advocate for them. And actually, the bottom of the InfoWars article has a interesting note on this as well, as it has the shot and chaser of back in March of 2023 a senior Washington correspondent for the independent named Eric Garcia wrote an article that said Carrie Lake spins tail of attempted bribery to drop out of politics, but oh, she's spinning a tail. She's a liar. She's deceptive. She's manipulative. She's another Trumpian dictator in making cult leader. But now there's proof. Now there's literal proof that you can hear beyond any reasonable or even unreasonable doubt. That's actually what happened. Are they going to retract it? Are they going to go back and say, gee, she may have been telling the truth back then. Maybe I should apologize for casting doubt on what turned out to be a very true story. Of course not. Of course they're not going to do that. Can we skip this break? Because I want to, uh, I just want to keep going into this video. And we are only about a minute into it. And so it's a five minute uh, audio recording. So we're going to get back into this video and just chug on through. So again, already in the first minute, we've discovered Uh, Not only the method by which they try to influence people by offering both the uh, the stick and the carrot, go with us and your way will be paved with gold. Go against us and you'll be destroyed. By the way, have you heard that the cartel is operating in all 50 states these days? Gee, isn't that crazy? So I think we've uncovered a, a very oblique threat against Carrie Lake that she herself kind of missed during the conversation. You can kind of hear, she's like, well, they're going to have to kill me. And he's like, well, you know, have you heard the cartels operating in all 50 states? And she's like, okay, so what is this about the bribe? Like, what what do you, she like, doesn't understand. She thinks he's changing the topic. She's like, all right, can we get back to the topic now? Well, he's still on topic. Are we going to be able to skip this break? I can't remember if we can do that. All right, roger that. Okay, so let's go back to this video. Kerry Lake, once again, we are decoding the enemy transmission and figuring out exactly how this works and how we can guard against it and trying to hear the unspoken in between the lines. We go back now to this bombshell audio of Kerry Lake and the GOP head. Uh, I hear the uh, commercials running.
5: I just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. You say no, don't, because they, I got offered
3: to buy out. Yeah. Don't we lose our ability
5: to get things done other, in the future. Here's
3: the All right. All right. We, Again, right, we got to pause you- it there. We, I mean, We're going to have to pause it every line here. So he's very concerned that she is going to tell people about what he's doing here. And he doesn't phrase it as a threat or a bribe. He phrases it as being a team player. Hey, if you tell people about this, it's going to make it hard for us to get things done. Us Republicans, we want to get things done. If you're out there telling people about this, that's going to mess up what you want to do so for your own sake for your own agenda don't go out there telling people i'm here trying to bribe and threaten you with the cartels okay be a team player all right so that's that's kind of the third method he's employed the carrot the stick and the be a team player model of of coercion back to the video
1: say let's work with her she's a great candidate because they don't own me and it pisses me off
5: yeah i said I was about ownership it's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. Like I said. You know what I mean? They team. want to
1: be on the team.
5: They want you to be on their team. If
1: Just team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do?
5: You want to stay opportunists. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what I can <laughs> offer you. So you so can do whatever you Talking heads, this and that. So, the, the ask of me was—it's kind of
3: funny. So, the, the ask I got today from back east was, Is "This us." caused them fear, but way more than that, they fear political participation. To them, it's worth it to pay Carrie Lake millions of dollars to simply go on Fox News and talk. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But she's a senator. If she's got voting powers, if she's got subpoena power, if she's on committees, if she's a senator in the United States government, well, now they have a problem. So again, this is is what we're learning by the way that they're acting, taking their actions and trying to determine their uh, uh, motivation behind them. So the motivation for them is not to shut her up completely. They're offering her a talking head position. Even the way he offers it, it's... Like to call it, you know, you can be a talking head. It's like dismissive, right? It's like, oh, these people that jabber on every day. Oh, these people that just talk about these talking heads. These, these pointless speakers, right? They fear the information, obviously, but if they're given the choice between allowing Kerry Lake to spout off daily on Fox News or Kerry Lake with real power, they're going to offer the talking head position. And then just like a mafia offering a no-show job. We'll pay you. We'll put you on a company's payroll. And of course, the way that he's presenting this is if he's not the one actively bribing and threatening her. He's just the messenger. And this is part of the criminal network that we're seeing unfold here is always like one or two degrees of separation, even if they're imaginary from the people really doing this. So he's coming at her Not saying, here's what we're doing, here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm offering you, and here's what I'm demanding. He's saying, hey, look, the guys back east, the people back east, the faceless monsters that may not even exist, here's what they're making me do. So let's cooperate, let's be a team player, because this is just reality. And then she records it and and publishes the audio and blows the whole thing right up in their face. Wonder if Jeff DeWitt is looking in his rearview mirror for cartel license plates following him around now this is a mafia this is a straight up mafia so let's go let's go back and again she she identifies perfectly this is about destroying trump this is about working from within not just the gop but within the high level top brass gop leadership to undercut their most prominent and powerful and popular candidate in the last two decades This is I mean, we are we are seeing the sausage being made. We are speaking behind the curtain right now. We are seeing the way that politics is manipulated at a top. I mean, you want to talk about conspiracy. Nobody gets to say the word conspiracy in a negative way ever again. This is black and white, incontrovertible evidence of a top level conspiracy, manipulating American politics within the party structure Using bribes and threats and cooperation with drug cartels, this is a conspiracy of the highest order. And Kerry Lake blows the whole thing apart. Let's go back to the audio. I love. Trump. I mean, I love Trump. It's I not love good Trump. for our country. Trump, Trump's great. It's not.
5: At the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win. I don't know that he can win. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people. It's not about, like, control or agenda, it's, it's about the ability to raise money to win, you know. If you really want to know all of looks, all of money, like, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And even on their end, like, what makes them the most money?
1: I know, these, all these okay. consultants don't want their, their payday to end. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am sure, not. I've if they're going to steal done. the election to make me and our our movement go away, I'm not letting him do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona. Or to carry their torch and their voice. Or
5: you don't go away, but you pause.
1: This is the battle's right now, Jeff. You pause.
5: pause. Whisper, pause.
1: No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to to pause on this battlefield.
5: You're not... What you can't scratch their back. It's not for you. Yeah. You don't have anything to offer them. And they're sitting around people who have stuff to offer them. You know what I mean? It's just... It's a a backscratching club. That's all DC is. It's a big Mm -hmm. backscratching club. You're, no, you're in no position to scratch anybody's back and you've already made it known that if you get there you're not going to scratch anybody's back I do scratch people's back you know? I was, I've been on the outs with a lot of people for a long time I don't scratch my mm-hmm. you know? where are we in two years if they steal the election again
1: listen to what you're saying why don't we do something about it what? so that we the people can pick our what can we do I'm not willing to accept that Then I'm going to be the biggest <laughs> pain in these people's go back and tell them that <laughs> I'm running And I'm going to be the biggest pain in their. And
5: I'm willing to tell them that.
1: And they're going to have to kill me to stop me. I know. I know. Look. You don't have
3: to. I don't know if I've ever seen anything that cut and dry. What a weasel of a man. You can see it in his eyes, can't you? That picture that he's taken, I mean just dead eyes. And he's so he's just such a liar. The amount of deception that he tries to employ in that just couple minute exchange. Where you're sitting there pressuring her, going, Well, it's all about back scratching. It's all about back scratching. Right now you don't have anything to offer them, and they're surrounded by people that can offer them things. So it's a little, you know. Let them scratch your back, you scratch theirs. It's a little back and forth. Meanwhile, what he's demanding she do is give up any opportunity to have power at all. So it's not about back scratch. It's not about give me something I want and I'll give you something you want. They want her to, to be a non-player for two years. They want her maybe have being a talking head on Fox, but largely just disappeared from public life for two years. So there's no if you want to guarantee that you have nothing to offer them, if you want to guarantee that you have no power that can benefit them, then you go work for, you know, whatever company Jeff's dad owns. So it doesn't even make sense. The whole, I'll scratch your back. You scratch mine. They're trying to preclude her from power. So how would she be able to scratch anybody's back if she takes that offer? So that doesn't make any sense. And then he's, he's going and you know, I don't scratch anybody's back. You know, I'm not a back scratcher either. It's like, you are literally in the middle of a pitch, dude. What are you talking about? You are literally the hatchet man from the Eastern seaboard controllers here threatening and trying to bribe a popular Senate candidate, and you interrupt your dissertation to say that you don't do this type of thing. They, they lie like like they breathe. I mean, it's like second nature. They don't even have to think about it. And he admits, yeah, it's not great for this country, but it's all about, it's not, But and he says, it's not really about control. It's not about control. It's not about ownership. It's about playing for the team. It's about scratching my back and I scratch yours. It's about submitting yourself to the threats that I'm vaguely throwing at you. And to be totally fair, to be completely you know, unbiased in this, Carrie Lake is obviously the one recording this, and so any time that one party is recording and the other party isn't, you know that that first party may be changing the way that they're saying things with the knowledge that this audio might get out. While the other party doesn't know they're being recorded and can be assumed to be speaking in an you know unconscious sort of way, speaking in a in a, a candid sort of way, the person recording always knows that they're recording. It's like the the videos and photos from the um, from the big case between Johnny Depp and and his ex-wife where they were presenting recordings where the ex-wife sounded like she was being really calm and friendly. And it's like, yeah, but she's the one recording. She knows people are going to see this video. So she's acting. So to be totally fair, you know, you would want to have a audio recording where neither one of them knew they were being recorded. And they just happened to get picked up by a security camera or something because Carrie Lake's the one recording, we can have a a bit of uh, a, just, just a touch of suspicion as to how powerful she, she how powerfully she responds, but she does respond that powerfully. The things she says are exactly right, whether that 's for our benefit, listening to it later or what she actually believes i I tend to believe her, but i 'm just being totally fair as that 's a, a aspect of this situation but again, the important things to me my takeaway from this is we're seeing like never before behind the curtain inside how this works, how the pressure is is placed on people this is almost certainly not the first and will not be the last offer she's gotten like this so we're seeing behind the curtain we're seeing how this works we're seeing the carrot and the stick the team player the the soft language and the insinuated threats as again i haven't seen anybody report this yet i can't think of another reason why when she says they're going to try to kill me why he brings up Cartel members in all 50 states Other than that being an oblique Threat against her And we know That the Mexican cartels Are being flushed with Billions of dollars because of the Federal government opening up the border right now We know that they've shipped them Weapons, military grade weapons Mexico just complained about it So is the cartel now operating As the enforcers of our Political overclass And if so we get rid of these people?
4: 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and inaccurate, accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves, unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people. We don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product, it's so powerful. This is the breakdown product, after your cells process it, of folic acid, methylfolate with high-quality organic B-complex.
0: Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of the American Journal. Just what a what a crazy bombshell from Carrie Lake. And again, I want to point out that the leftist media is not even touching this despite the fact that. Makes a very good case for pointing out high-level corruption in the Republican Party, which you would think they would want to do if the division was really Republican versus Democrat. But in reality, this is the elite who control those newspapers going, yeah, don't don't put that out. Don't talk. Don't draw too much attention to that. Completely insane and shows you, you know, who's really behind the GOP, man. It's... Uh, Yeah, pretty insane, pretty insane. And God bless Carrie Lake for bringing us that audio. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about here. Of course, Trump dominating in New Hampshire. We also have people suggesting that Nikki Haley stay in the race just in case something were to happen to Donald Trump. It's almost like they make the threats in private and in public. It's like they publish the same vague hints at physical violence. And just like they do in private, they frame it as concern. We're concerned that something might happen to Trump, they say, as they load the gun with the bullets. And again, this, you know, all they have, literally all they have. I mean, they can't run on the economy. They can't run on unity, obviously. I mean, it's laughable just beyond the pale when you've got people like Joe Biden calling himself a unifier while simultaneously calling half of his nation ultra MAGA domestic terrorist extremists. That must be genocided like. Oh, but he's bringing unity. I guess that is a form of unity. Yeah, I guess it is. Different concepts of unity, but, you know, I would think that you'd want to have people on the left and people on the right unified with a superlative idea like Americanism, where you go, you might want it one way, I might want it the other way, but we both believe in America, so let's focus on that. That, to me, sounds like unity, and that, of course, is the Construct that Trump and Vivek are pitching, are pitching. But unity to them says, you have ideas, these people have other ideas. If we kill and suppress and censor and sterilize the people with the wrong ideas, then we'll all be unified on this side. Yeah, that's, that's a form of unity, I guess. You get rid of division by systematically eliminating anybody who disagrees with you. And then not only do you have unity amongst the people who agree with you that you've let live, but then if anybody wants to disagree with you, they'll keep their damn mouth shut because they know what happened last time somebody disagreed. So unity, you know, unity at the end of a gun, unity in that if you try to separate from us, you are now the enemy and will be destroyed. Oh, so you want to be on our team? Wow. Good idea. Good idea. And they do it with a smile. So they can't run on unity, they can't run on the economy, they can't run on American greatness, they can't run on energy independence, they can't run on gas prices or schools or anything ever because everything they do directly negatively impacts the American people. So what are they – what is the one – Refrain. they're repeating over and over like a mantra, is Trump is a dictator. Trump is a dictator. Trump is a fascist. Trump will destroy politics. We have to save democracy by banning Trump from the ballot. And yet again, Trump issued ominous threat of investigations against Haley if she stays in the GOP race. Oh my God. Is that even possible? Can you use investigations against an opponent? As a political tool of suppression? Why has nobody ever done this before?
0: Be right back. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're listening to The American Journal with your host,
3: Harrison Smith. American Journal live. Corruption exposed. Start now. All right, folks, it's on. We are now live on Twitter Spaces. And if you want to tune in there, you'll be able to listen along. And if you want to speak with us, you'll be able to request and add a comment saying what you want to talk about. And it'll be very fun. So, yes, I am launching the Twitter Space right now. We'll, uh, we may dip into it. Uh, during this hour, but we'll definitely go to Spaces call-ins in just uh, in the in the last hour of the program. So we'll see if that we'll see if that works. Again, we're we're working out the kinks here, but we did want to add a whole new dimension to our audience interaction. So welcome to anybody joining on Spaces, and if you want to talk, you got a request. And again, we'll we'll every day that we do this, I'll explain it a little bit less. Eventually, it'll be second nature, but for people who are just tuning in or people who didn't get see the show yesterday or the day before, I still want to, uh, like, the first day I explained it ten times, the second day I explained it five times, Today, I'll explain it three times. And hopefully by the end of the week, everybody will just understand how we do these things. So here's the headline from The Independent. Trump issues ominous threat of investigations against Haley if she stays in the GOP race. Donald Trump threatened that Nikki Haley would be under investigation if she beat him in the Republican primary after defeating her in New Hampshire. The former president appeared to threaten his former UN ambassador after she bowed to continue her fight for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination, saying, quote, just a little note to Nikki, she's not going to win, but if she did, she would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes i could tell you five reasons why already not big reasons little stuff she doesn't want to talk about but she will be under investigation in minutes mr trump told the crowd of supporters on tuesday night hilarious that's so funny i hadn't read this story before i'd seen the headline and and printed it trump issues ominous threats of investigation against haley if she stays in the gop race that's not a threat that's a warning He's not saying he's going to investigate her. He's saying if she keeps opposing the Democrats, they will investigate her because that's what they're doing to him. Just the level of dishonesty. What's our what's our favorite phrase? The media's job is to tell you the truth. Believe you believing a lie. Did Trump issue uh, ominous threats of investigations? I mean, that's really treading the line. That's really treading the line. That is very clearly is insinuating that he is the one threatening her with investigations, which is not true. That is not the truth. That is a lie. But in the most generous interpretation of this, yes, he is threatening that she will be under investigation if she becomes a GOP nomination. The little aspect they left out of that is that he very very clearly says they will investigate you if you become the GOP nominee. In other words, saying... Do you have as clean of a record as I do? Are you able to withstand the scrutiny that's been placed on me? And he hints, I don't think so. I don't think you do. And after all, we've already seen major negative stories about Nikki Haley's personal life, cheating on her husband and things like that. So just just jaw-dropping like you, again, you almost have to admire the brazen deception of the mainstream media really relying on the stupidity of the average person to a not repeat, not read past the headline. See, I put the story in the stack between, you know, before reading the headline or before reading the story, only reading the headline, but it's the type of thing where you have this, this supervision, this Superman style X-ray vision where you read the headline, Trump issued ominous threat of investigations against Halo if she stays in the GOP race. And I don't know what the truth is exactly, But I can just interpret through some sort of incredible mental power I have of basic logic and understanding of the world around me and say that's not true. Trump didn't threaten like what you leave with is you would think there's a quote where it's like Trump going, "If, if Haley continues to oppose me, we will tear her life apart and investigate her every which way from Sunday. No, that's what Chuck Schumer said when Donald Trump was running. That's what the Democrats say in their open threats to use the power and prestige of the American government against their political opponents. But you read that, you understand that's what they're trying to implant in your head, and you also understand that that's an outrageous lie. And now you have to go read the story to figure out just how bad the lie is, and it turns out it's really bad. So they rely on people either not reading past the headline or not being able to interpret for themselves the quote that I just read you where Trump says they will investigate you if you stay in power. Can we just marvel at this for a second? we just really interpret and understand and, and stare in wonder at what is actually going on? That Donald Trump is being investigated a dozen different ways by a dozen different agencies, all coordinated with the Biden administration, with a special investigator that's been appointed not for a specific case, but rather a specific person as he coordinates and manages multiple vectors of attack against this president that they are trying to destroy his businesses in New York. They're trying to kick him off the ballot by charging him with treason or by claiming, not even charging, charging him with treason would be one thing. They did that. It was called the impeachment and they failed. So now they're taking the failed charge from a previous trial saying it doesn't matter he was found guilty we're gonna pretend that he was or that he was found innocent we're gonna pretend that he was guilty and then punish him as if he was guilty so again you just have this whole array this whole spectrum of uh, uh manipulation and misuse of of the justice system all these things trump is warning a fellow republican about the way this happens They take his warning about the deceit and cheating and manipulation of the Democrats and they twist that and transmogrify that into Trump is threatening to do this. I mean, do we understand the level of deception that's happening here? Do we understand the inversion that's taking place that by warning that the Democrats unfairly used investigations, they go out and write articles claiming that it's Trump himself who is threatening to do the thing that they are in fact already doing to him. I mean, does it make your head spin? It makes my head spin. Well, it makes me see red, really. It makes me want to say things that are unwise on a public broadcast because I don't know how you deal with people like this. Moving on, we'll move on now. Lots of other stories uh, to get to including things like this court rules. Trudeau freezing civil liberties, uh, civil liberties, protesters, bank accounts violated Canada's charter. Their charter is similar to our Bill of Rights. In February 2022, amid the cross-country truck convoy, civil liberties protest in Ottawa against COVID-19 precautions and vaccine mandates, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, made an overreaching decision. He invoked the Emergencies Act as a response to this challenge to his overreaching policies in a widespread attempt to silence and crush his critics. One of the most blatant and egregious misapplications of the law that we've seen in the past decade. It's never been more obvious. It was obvious at the time. It's even more obvious now. Story at Infowars 4 com. How people can't see through this, again, baffles and bewilders me. If this was a situation presented as a historical occurrence with the Nazis or the communists, there would be no nuance to this. There'd be no speculation in this regard. It would be obvious. There were peaceful protesters advocating for their civil and, by the way, basic human rights. And a tyrannical, despotic dictator, use the banks to shut down their bank accounts, seize their property, declare them domestic terrorists, and send out mounted police to crush them under the hooves of the horses. There's nothing like subtle about this. There's nothing nuanced. There's no debate as to whether or not this wasn't appropriate. it was never appropriate. It was never meant to be appropriate. They never even pretended it was appropriate. They forcefully shut down a peaceful, lawful protest by any means necessary, just like every other dictatorship and every other tyranny in every other instance in history. Nothing different, nothing more, nothing less. Pure, simple despotism on display in front of all of our eyes. And somehow we were the only ones that figured this out in real time. Just wild. So now, two years later, I guess the court, a federal court in Canada, decided to affirm what we all knew to be true from the very beginning. And I'm not making a, you know, what if it was them argument, but the reason you ask this type of thing, the reason that you say, you know, what if Trump did this? What if Trump cooperated with the banks to shut down everybody who participated in a Black Lives Matter protest, seized their bank account, called them domestic terrorists, and sent out the federal police to attack them brutally. It's not to point out that Trump's better, or he's worse, or whatever, whatever. It's pretty obvious, it's pretty apparent, that the people that claim to care about stuff like that Do not actually care about stuff like that. That's the point. It's pointing out that there's something wrong with the other side. There's a major malfunction in the brains of the so-called liberals and leftists in this country and Canada and everywhere else in the Western world where they are willfully blind to the excesses and the despotism of their own side because they like it, because they want it, because it is not – A principle that they hold that the government should never interfere with the lawful exercise of free speech. They don't believe that that's the point. The point is understanding your enemies. It's understanding what drives them what motivates them what they're willing to do for political power, not for principle, not for morals or ethics or fair play, they don't give a damn about any of that. And that's what you really need to understand and internalize, that these people know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how brutal and oppressive and despotic then these fat, retarded, socialist losers are going to be squealing gleefully behind their computer screens as the military is sent to kill their enemies. What do you think would have made them stand up against Justin Trudeau? If we were back in February of 2022, you can remember this mind, this this the mindset uh, that was prevalent at the time. They laughed at the old lady that was trampled by a horse. They were advocating withholding and did in fact withhold life-saving organ transplants for people that refused the vaccine. It's not a, well, imagine if it was them, sort of like worthless comparison. It's an illustration of the vicious evil that lurks just underneath their smiling visage. Their condescending Dolores Umbridge smirk just barely conceals this just seething hatred of me, of you, of us. Okay, I just want you to understand That if Justin Trudeau had sent police snipers onto the roofs of the buildings in Ottawa to kill the leaders of the Freedom Convoy, these people would have been for it. Of course they would have been for it. Sending police out to trample them with horses, they cheered that on. Closing their bank accounts, they cheered that on. Shutting them out of hospital access, they cheered that on. What would it have taken? What would have happened? and I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even trying to like exaggerate for comedic or or dramatic effect. I'm quite literally saying that if Justin Trudeau had unleashed a sniper team to kill the leaders of the freedom convoy, you would have had people on Canadian and American media saying, well, you know, it's, these people are dangerous. You know, they're terrorists. What do you do to terrorists? They were Nazis. And that's what we do to Nazis. Nazis. I'm trying to illustrate, I'm trying to, to get across the reality of our situation, the true depth of submission that these people are ready to descend to, okay? So, again, two years later, the federal court decided that maybe unlawful despotism isn't allowed, even if it's an emergency, Under the Emergencies Act, Trudeau and his finance minister, Christia Friedland, another another wonderful candidate, by the way, for uh, Wikipedia hopscotch. Go see what Christia Friedland has been involved in, where she was educated, where she came from. And start clicking around, see who she's associated with and what organizations those people are associated with. She is a kingpin in the World Economic Forum Global Government. She is the point person in Canada. She is Trudeau's handler. Finance Minister Christia Friedland froze the bank accounts of protesters and their supporters in one of the biggest attacks on free speech and civil liberties that Canada has seen in recent times. However, a federal court has now ruled that the Trudeau-led led liberal government overreached its powers. The, their act was declared unreasonable, unjustified, and violating the charger in a verdict published on a recent Tuesday. Well, okay, a major crime. Let's see. They wanted to take your bank account for the non-crime of parking your truck in downtown Ottawa. What's the punishment for overreaching the, the charter, violating the Canadian Charter of Human Rights, for wielding the power of the government in an irresponsible and despotic way? What's the punishment for that? I look forward to seeing Justin Trudeau and Chrystia Friedland stripped, put in a orange jumpsuit, paraded in front of the public in shackles and given a severe sentence for this very very dangerous overreach of the power of the federal government because what's the point of saying this if you're not going to do something to prevent it from happening again what is the point of coming out with a decision that actually yes the federal government did in fact massively violate the basic human rights of their people without some sort of major punishment to the people who did it. Are they going to get away with this? I guess is the question. Is this the the world that we now live in where the courts can actually affirm? Yes. In fact, they are guilty. And that's as far as it goes. So we'll continue here presiding over the case, federal court uh, justice, Richard Mosley found that whereas these freedom convoy protesters generated harm, they did not elevate to a threat against national security as per the legal definition. Another very important uh, um, specification here, right? Because once again, we have to understand what does it mean if a government's allowed to do this? What does it mean if a government is allowed to falsely claim that a political action because it's a political action is therefore a threat to national security meaning that the people who the national security is threatened by I mean they're terrorists, right? That means they're terrorists that means you can use the army against them, It means you can kill them, they're a threat to national security so what is the implication that the federal government can call peaceful protesters a threat to national security and wield unprecedented weapons against them and how do you present prevent that from happening again and it's not that hard the way that you prevent it from happening again is you take justin trudeau and christia friedland and you shove them in a concrete box for the rest of their lives you steal their ability to ever see the sun again You take them from their privileged position of power and you make it so that they can never hug their children for the rest of their lives. No one will do this after that. Am I being too extreme? Am I being too forceful in this? And what even is justice in this country anymore? I mean, if you can go to jail for the rest of your life for stealing a car, I mean, which is more damaging to the overall national security, comfort, safety, civilizational mesh and which deserves more punishment. We don't, we don't think twice about throwing kidnappers, pedophiles, murderers into a concrete box for the rest of their lives. This is worse. This is way worse. This was a crime against the state itself. This was a crime against freedom itself. This was a crime against free speech as a concept It would, be merciful. it would be merciful to put them in a jail cell for the rest of their lives. It would be a merciful act of kindness to put Justin Trudeau and Christia Friedland in solitary confinement for the next couple years. Proclaiming the emergency act in such a scenario, according to Mosley, lacked the attributes of sound decision-making, including justification, transparency, and intelligibility. Tracing the legal and factual constraints that must inform such resolve illuminated this lack for Mosley. So I don't care. We all know this was a violation of every basic right. We all know that none of that needed to be told to us by a judge. What the judge needs to do is then put that into action by issuing a punishment to these people by stripping them of their power and by shoving them in a box for life. A little tiny concrete box with a little mattress. And then we've we've preserved freedom. We've actually done something to legitimately preserve democracy if we do that. Otherwise, you're complicit in the action by by actually it's almost worse than nothing right it's almost worse to have a judge say yeah they did totally do this and uh that's that no punishment they get away with it what lesson is that teaching to people in the future whom might want to you know destroy the foundation of our very civilization We'll be back on the other side. We're gonna take a quick commercial break here. Then be back. We may go to spaces. We got lots more stories to talk about. Some more videos to show you. Don't go anywhere, folks.
4: You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the new world order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're gonna find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January, 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the infowar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
0: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you're joining us at band.video, Infowars.com, Terrestrial Radio, Rumble, Twitter Spaces, however you're hearing this, thank you so much for finding a way around the censorship and making your way to this heart of the resistance, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way that we get any funding at all. Some people might not fully understand, but that is the truth. I've even seen people accuse me on Twitter of, like, engagement farming. People are just like, he's just saying things because he's trying to earn money. You understand? It... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do on Twitter. It doesn't matter what I do on any other platform. I don't make money on any of those. We don't make money on any of those. So I'm paid by InfoWars. I can do everything I want because InfoWars supports me because you go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us. And you support myself and all of the great content creators and the incredible crew that keeps things working behind the scenes. And keeping the side up and everything, everything is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We don't have sponsors to impress. We don't have to care about getting community noted and having our income stricken. We have survived and thrived because Alex identified early on that they would be coming after him monetarily. And so we set up a store because as fallen as America is, we are still capitalist. And if you want to sell something that other people want to buy, there's not a heck of a lot the government can do to get in between you. That's the beauty of InfoWars Store. That's how we've maintained our presence here on the internet for so long and on mainstream radio for so long, InfoWarsStore.com. It's the only way that we've succeeded. And, you know, obviously we wouldn't put all that in jeopardy by selling you crap, right? How stupid would that be? We rely fully on this InfoWars Store and we're gonna go out and and sell you something you don't like why would we do that that's completely contrary to the entire idea of the store the idea of the store is that you keep coming back because the products are so good so we stay on the air we're able to give all of this information out for free because you actually genuinely like the products because they're actually genuinely good products a lot of them an increasing number of them are private now are like uh like we came up with the Recipe and they're, they're, they're only available at InfoWars. But a lot of these supplements, especially some of the older ones, they're name brand products that you'd find at any health store or vitamin shop at a lot more expensive, by the way. So we just private label this top of the line, well-respected brand, sell it under the InfoWars brand for cheaper than you get it at the store. So the products are amazing. The information is free, InfoWarsStore.com. Help us by spreading the links. Help us by telling your friends and neighbors, wearing the shirts, being out in public, putting this information into action, but importantly, go to Infowarsstore.com. Infowars, tomorrow's news today, and that's not just a slogan. It's a a mantra. It's It's a way of life. It's a constantly reinforced reality such as this mRNA vaccines under fire chemistry professors from Germany warn of serious harms and death and for tomorrow's news today you can listen to us and not take the poison shot or you can listen to the mainstream media and learn three years later that you took poison into your vein The experts are concerned about the consequences of unwanted proteins. The experts said the mRNA vaccines may have harmful effects due to unwanted proteins and misdirected immunity. German chemistry professors called for mRNA technology to be stopped as the problem of mRNA-based vaccines are becoming increasingly obvious, Berlinger Zeitung reported. The experts are concerned about the consequences of unwanted proteins. The experts said the mRNA vaccines have harmful effects due to unwanted proteins and misdirected immunity. They urged more research on the toxicity of the vaccines and asked for answers from health and industry authorities. So yeah, that was uh, Berlinger Zeitung, a respected mainstream publication in Germany, publishing the claims made by well-respected and mainstream chemists and professors about the consequences and dangers of mRNA vaccines. So just once again, it's InfoWars Tomorrow's News Today. Like I said, you can listen to them and be wrong or you can listen to us and have next year's news today. I mean, forget tomorrow's news today. Next week's news today, next month's news today. News five years from now is being reported on Infowars five years before it will be reported anywhere else. Now, I wanted to get into uh, the the abject failure of our opponents in the mainstream media, and they're giving me no shortage of opportunities to do so, as Sports Illustrated decided to put trans people and fat people on the cover in an effort to forcefully change the biological drives of America. Well, they're gone now. It doesn't matter. They're gone. Vox, Vice, $500 million here, $500 million there, just injected into their organizations, and yet they fail. And yet they they fail, and they fail, and they fail, and they fail. Vice, Vox, Jezebel uh national geographic even and now the la times it's gone the way that they all go story here at gateway pundit mass layoffs rock la times over 100 staff cut affecting a quarter of the news guild due to heavy losses the paper said it could no longer afford to lose 30 to 40 million dollars annually without making strides in building a larger readership base I just I don't know. There's something about that that sentence I just love. They can no longer afford to lose forty million dollars a year. What conversations are going on at the LA Times office? Forty million dollars a year that you're losing, that you're losing. Okay. So, so was there ever a conversation about like how to stop hemorrhaging cash year over year? Was there any attempt to perhaps? reform your coverage so that people actually want to buy your product people actually want to advertise in your newspaper because it's quality journalism or was this like a purposeful death spiral was this an infiltrate and sabotage from the inside type of operation i don't really know i don't really care good riddance to them now how did this how did this come about how do we get to this point what could be behind this I ask sarcastically. We have the answer from Matt Blinksley, Blinksy, Billingsley, from a guy named Matt on Twitter. He says a billionaire bought one of America's biggest newspapers. He then put his 28-year-old daughter with deep ties to socialist organizations in charge. You may have seen the articles, but it's actually worse than reported, and the consequences could affect every resident of LA. And let me just let me just stop right there to yeah emphasize or or point out. I'm not happy that these institutions are being infiltrated, gutted, destroyed, murdered, and then socialist jackasses are wearing their skin like some sort of mask. I'm not happy that we don't have institutions that can be relied upon that can accurately report news. I wish National Geographic was still a thing rather than just a another vessel of propaganda. I wish Tom Ma- time magazine wasn't owned by Mark Benioff second in command at the world economic forum and now aligned exclusively to their agenda and pumping out lie after lie after propaganda piece after psyop to destroy America from the inside. I'm not happy. These things are, ha- are happening. I'm not happy that the LA times, this long lasting you know, industry standard from LA is going away. I wish it didn't, but if it's a choice between having it fail because it's infiltrated by socialists or having it continue to pump out ridiculous anti-American propaganda, I say let it die. Let it die a death. So the man who bought this is named Patrick Soon-Shiong. He's a billionaire and a biotech entrepreneur with a reported wealth of over $8 billion. And he handed the... Uh, Control of the newspaper to his daughter, a 28 year old socialist. And uh, we're going to have to go to commercial break, but I'm going to come back on the other side to explain the intricacies of how the infiltration and subversion took place, at what happens when journalists abandon their mandate in favor of pushing. I don't know. There's just no better word. There's no better. Word. I'm sorry, folks, but they're retarded, and I have to say they're retarded. I wish there was another word, but there just isn't.
4: Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within. And really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at m4store.com
2: cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the American Journal, InfoWars.com, fans.video. Welcome to everybody on Spaces Who's Joined. If you want to talk to us, if you want to be a guest on the show, go ahead and request to speak now. And by the way, you know, not only will it help us to reach more people, if you retweet the space, if you comment on the space thread, like the more you interact with the space, the more Twitter pushes it to other people, as we know we've explained... With the numbers and the figures, my account in particular is massively suppressed on Twitter. Even if you subscribe to me or follow me, you're probably not getting my tweets on your timeline. So we have to overcome that, and that's the good news about their new form of, of censorship. If you're just banned outright like they used to do, you got a lot more attention on other platforms, but you were still banned. You were off the site, and there's nothing that you could do about it. But in this case, they use suppression, and by lowering your numbers – they're, they're trying to silence you without making it obvious that they're doing that. The bad news is it's harder to notice. It's harder to sort of like under, even understand that you or somebody you f- are following is being suppressed. But the good news is you can overcome it, that we're not just banned outright, that we're just crushed algorithmically. So if people share our stuff, if enough people share our stuff, then you can overcome that suppression. You can actually fight back against this style of censorship in real time – by helping to contribute to the conversation. And another thing you can do. Is maybe we're talking about something. Uh, that. that And you know. We're, if we're getting into. Something about you know the media. Like we're doing now. And there's somebody that you follow. That you know is really informed on this. You can tag them and say hey. M4 is talking about this topic. Come in and tell them what's up. And see if they'll come to the space. And then we can go to them. And that way we can just in real time and in rapid succession have experts on, on all sorts of topics. Even if they disagree with us, we want to hear from them. We want to get things right. Unlike other media outlets that are paying the price for their deception. And let me, before we get back into like how we got here, let's just take a moment to grieve. Here's a statement from the black Latino and M-E-N-A-S-A caucus folks at LAT Guild. That's too many words. That's too many words, folks. Black, Latino, AAPI, which is Asian American Pacific Islander, M-E-N-A-S-A, which I don't even know what that means. But that's too many words. It's too many acronyms. Just say non-white. Say the non-white caucus folks. Say the everyone but white people guild is angry okay let's just be clear when you're listing every race except for white people it's easier just to say the non-whites the people of color (laughs) i'm sorry here's the statement from the uh, non-white folk the proposed layoff will decimate the ranks of young journalists of color at the la times they cannot this cannot be allowed to go through (laughs) The announcement today of cuts at the Los Angeles Times eliminating 115 jobs has devastating implications for the black Latino AAPI and other journalists of color. If these layoffs are allowed to go through, our caucuses will be decimated. (laughs) Good. The Latino caucus will lose 38 percent of its members. The black caucus will lose 36 percent of its members. The Asian American Pacific Islander and Middle Eastern. okay this is what it stands for. Middle Eastern, North African and South Asian Manasseh caucus will lose 30 percent of their combined membership. Well, maybe you didn't deserve the spot in the first place. Maybe this is being hoisted by your own petard. Maybe this is you getting a taste of your own poison. Maybe by forcing newspapers and corporations to hire people based on their ethnicity, you've put yourself on the chopping block when it comes time for cuts. Maybe by covering things that are not of any journalistic Matter or public interest, you're going to be the first ones to be let go when it's time for them to downsize. Just speculation, but it is true. So, how did this come to be? How did this happen? Well, Patrick Soon-Shiong is a doctor and a biotech engineer or entrepreneur, rather, that has a reported net worth of over eight billion dollars. He bought a a piece of the Lakers off Magic, Magic Johnson back in 2011. He also owns the L.A. Times, which, despite its flailing circulation and revenue, remains an important civic asset, which I agree with. It's important to have local newspapers with national reach. But I guess not as important as. Um, I don't know, writing articles about how. I don't know who cares, right? How dildos are the latest civil rights activism. I mean, it doesn't matter what they say. This is his daughter, Nika, a trust fund kid who considers herself an activist of sorts. Let's take a look at how Nika's activism is impacting the world. Nika is somehow public safety commissioner of West Hollywood, which is. I was going to say the gay part of Hollywood. I guess I'll say the gayest part of Hollywood. For those who don't know, West Hollywood is um, it's like Montrose in Houston. It's the it's the gay part. She's the founder and ED of the Fund for Guaranteed Income, directing its flagship Compton Pledge initiative. She's also a PhD candidate at the University of Oxford. She's so smart. So yeah, she's a socialist that has been granted a position in government to progress her socialist universal basic income. Communistic ideas. Her only qualifications appear to be an MA in African Studies and a BA in International Relations from Stanford and a rich father who owns the city's biggest newspaper. Prior to joining the department, Nico worked in the office of the president of the World Bank Group to support corporate and regional strategies around disruptive technology's impact on development pathways. She remains a consultant at the bank, where she leads an innovation challenge, which aims to build a digital platform to deliver universal basic pensions in Benin. (laughs) Good for Benin. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, all right. She went to Ivy League schools. She has a appointed position in the government of the local government of Hollywood. She works as a consultant with the World Bank. And her only goal in life seems to be to distribute your money to other people. She's a contributor to Knock LA, a proudly socialist organization. Their logo is, of course, a fist in the air. As they as they fight back against the power structure composed of them. You may have noticed that the defunding of the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department in June, that was all Nika. And he posts an article from the New York Post that says West Hollywood votes to defund the Sheriff's Department despite soaring crime. Despite a 136, 37 uh, percent rise in crime in West Hollywood, Nika, in her infinite trust fund kid wisdom, uh, figured that the city needed less law enforcement and more unarmed security ambassadors. <laughs> I love the way they use language. I really do love it. We could take a lesson from them. We don't need right-wing death squads. We need right-wing... right-wing I mean, no, not right-wing. We need uh, uh, safety patrols. Would that fool you? Would you be fooled by that? Then why are you fooled by unarmed security ambassadors? This is uh, ridiculous. Last week, Politico released an article on how Patrick essentially uh, put Nico in charge of the LA Times and made it her play toy for her activist hobbies. So her father uh, buys this incredibly important and long-lived newspaper in L.A., and he hands it over to his activist, retard socialist daughter. N- Nika's brilliant editorial choices include getting the paper to refrain from using the word looting to describe people who were looting. Brilliant stuff. She also, she's also using the paper to endorse local candidates, including her friend Kenneth Maigia as candidate for the L.A. Uh, City Controller. Maija is proudly in favor of defunding the police and thinks Joe Biden is a rapist and a racist. Well, okay, he's right about two things. He calls himself a radical and a revolutionary. With Nika's influence, we uh, we've seen the city's most important newspaper endorsing candidates that are clearly unfit and a threat to public safety. The situation is creating danger, uh, creating dissension at the times. Staffers don't seem to like being ordered around by the owner's daughter, who's done nothing to earn the right. Quote, neither Nika nor her parents have any idea what it means to run a media institution, one former Times executive said of the, of the Soon-Shiong family, and they have, they have in their own way resisted efforts to learn. They don't care that much about the institution's history. They're not super interested in the media in general in terms of how it works. No, they're interested in taking over and using it to progress their destructive ideas. It's not really all that complicated. Not really all that complicated, folks. Nika clearly doesn't feel the need to apologize. She seems to think that the LA Times is insufficiently enlightened on public safety issues and that she's entitled to correct these flaws. And she says, of course, her advisory role for the newspaper is to advocate for her interest, specifically on criminal justice reform and poverty. She doesn't seem quite so proud of her success in defunding the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department since she convinced the Times not to actually report on it. Again, they get positions of power, they abuse that power cause massive suffering but luckily they own the media companies so no one ever hears about it how Nika's headed back to oxford now Nika's headed back to oxford to finish up her academic career while she's left us back here in la to deal with the real world consequences of her trust fund wisdom she just jet sets off to the uk behind her the city in flames she's drinking a martini in first class going i'm a hero i'm a socialist hero I'm so sorry, L.A. I'm so sorry, L.A. Times. But you deserve it. Good riddance. Be gone from us.
4: I'm not on team NFL. I'm not on team NBA. I'm not on team Olympics. I'm not on team globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on team humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, agree with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it, it's a great conversation starter, and you know it's supporting the Infowar that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfowarStore.com, and I thank you.